Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. I can't do my S's today. It's hard. Yeah, I, 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 you, I almost got a Starpie there. We've got Starpie and Starpie. Steve. Starpie and Steve. Is that your new name? Howdy, Lisa. Oh, howdy. <laughs> you can call me anything you want. Just don't, just don't. Don't call uh, me late for dinner. Just don't, yeah, just, uh, just don't call last call before I board the plane for yeah. Disney World. So yeah. just don't, just, yeah, just wait, wait, hold the door open one more minute. Yeah. I wish I had a sexy voice like Lisa does when she's sick. When Lisa's sick, oh. she gets that real sexy Lisa you gets know, low. She gets that real sexy voice. Me, I, I, I sound like a truck driver who has had like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how are you? <laughs> no, but we've got Lauren back. We missed her last week. Welcome back. Sicker than a dog. Sicker than a dog. Oh. Glad to have you back, though. Yes. Yeah, I missed you guys. Yeah, I think we did a shout out to you because we missed you. Ah, thank you. Yeah. I was under a pillow. Oh, well, that's yeah! Good. You missed all yeah, the Disney World. You get to you usually get to announce all the Disney World offers and all these Disney World uh, vacation I'm so packages. Sorry I, missed that. I know, so <laughs> you didn't get to announce all the new Disney World offers that came out. But what Sharpie got it done. Yep, he did a good job in your absence. <sighs> He's nice. no Lauren, glad, but not, not as good as you. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm it. glad you handled it, Sharpie. I didn't yeah. miss that one. Oh, no, come on. Come on. Yeah. All right. So we actually do have a show topic for today. Oh, we do? We We do. do. Yeah. Wait, what? No. That's crazy. More than Lauren's return. Wait, that I thought was a pretty big topic. Yeah. News of the day right there. All right, folks. I'm getting another finger roll. (laughs) All right. So we're going to be talking about kind of like the history of fast passes, the evolution of fast passes. Oh, there is an evolution, all right. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be kind of talking about. Well, this is based on uh, Lauren had found a rumor, an article that had come out uh, about fast passes and maybe where it's going to be heading. And so then we figured, well, we'll start with before there were fast passes at Disney World and what the what the scenario was like when you when you went into the park and then where it is today and then where it potentially could be tomorrow or a week from now or in a few years Which, from now. ironically is where we thought it was going to go eventually. Yeah. We have some other shows where we're like, I bet they'll do this. And I think it might be happening. Mm. Okay. So See, we know a lot. The year is 1971. How do you ride rides at Walt Disney world? Well, I guess I'll start and then you guys can jump in on the next one. So basically Disney world, when you went, you just bought like admission uh, which was, I think, affordable at the time. But then you had to buy, <laughs> uh, you had to buy the e t- the, the booklets. So you had got a ticket of A through E tickets. Oh, we're going way back. In yeah. Time. So you would just, and there was no such thing as Fast Pass. If you had an A ticket, you could ride the A ticket rides, a B ticket, a C, a D, and then the E ticket is was the great rides, and those were the most expensive. Rides. Yeah, because you'd always go home with a with all these those are the A ones you Fast Pass. Yeah, your A and B tickets would all be left in the book. And you'd always Do you know what an A or a B ride was? Yeah. We had trivia on this before. I have I have books here. I'm sure, yeah. And then, and it depended on the year because they kind of changed. But I'm assuming I would say back in the day, the railroad, uh, uh it's a what is that? Uh Carousel Skyway. Progress, the Skyway, probably the People Mover. 
I would guess carousel so. of progress. Yeah. Did would, you just say carousel of progress? Yeah, I would I would assume those are the your A's. But I'm sure they Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents. And then there was some free ones. There was if you had wings, which was sponsored by I remember that. Was it South? No, it was East. Was it Eastern? Yeah, Eastern Airlines. Eastern Airlines was the Buzz Lightyear attraction, and it was free. So when you ran out of tickets, I remember writing that over and over. <laughs> okay, so wait, I, I looked some stuff up. Oh, the and so the omnibus on Main Street was an A ticket, double decker bus. Yep, that was your A ticket. Double and these are fun. just yeah, it was. Um, and then an example of your B ticket was oh, this is, the keel boats. Was this at Disney World or Disneyland? This is World. Oh, okay. Remember the keel boats? No. I don't remember the keel boats. Yeah. They would go wow. around the rivers of America. If you paddled too hard, you'd keel over. <laughs> Wait, I just was pulling out my E ticket stuff from, from way back in the day. And I just found a booklet from Disneyland from June 29th, 1987. Guess how much a three-day ticket was for an adult? Eighty-seven. Forty-eight dollars. No, I mean nineteen eighty-seven. Nineteen eighty-seven. It was forty-eight dollars okay. a day. No, for a three-day no, ticket. For three-day oh, pass, three twenty dollars for one day. Wow. And that yep. wasn't that long ago because that was when I was in high school, so it couldn't have been that long ago. Wow. Uh, I, I don't really want to break it to you, Lise, but Lauren, it wasn't that week. long ago. <laughs> it might be out for a while. <laughs> okay. Um, I, okay. So these were the A tickets. I didn't realize they had them all listed. So the omnibus, the horse cars or the carriages and the main street vehicles. So anything that was going up and down main street. And then also Cinderella's golden carousel. That was an A ticket. I'm surprised that was an A. I would think it'd be a little higher. Okay. B tickets, the Main Street Cinema. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Frontierland Shooting Gallery. Oh, yeah. The Mike Fink Keelboats. And the Swiss Family Island Treehouse. Those were B tickets. Pretty exciting. All right, your C tickets. Yes, I'm going to go through these all. It's exciting. Um, the Grand Prix Raceway. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Peter Pan's Flight. Snow White's Adventures, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Mad Tea Party, and the Explorer Canoes. Those are all C. D tickets. Do you guys agree with these as far as rankings? Mm, kind of. I remember half of these. The carousel surprised me. Carousel surprised me. Mad Tea Party, I think, might be a D, but it's a C. And the, the raceway. But let's see what we have under D. So D is um, the railroad trains. That's a D ticket. That surprises me. Um, the Skyway to Fantasyland, Skyway to Tomorrowland, the Flight to the Moon, Country Bear Jamboree was a D ticket. Hall of Presidents that you might have thought was an A ticket is a D ticket. Hall of Presidents? What? Who would spend a D ticket <laughs> on Hall of Presidents? It was, it was like breaking technology. Oh. Yeah. I, so. Yeah, I've heard it was. I heard it broke often. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Admiral Joe Fowler Riverboat. So you could ride the riverboat with your D ticket. Mm. You ready? Who wants to take a shot at an E ticket? Space Mountain. Wasn't uh, open in 71. Wasn't, wasn't open. open. 71. Oh, there's oh. only a few things. This yep. is why. 
Oh, uh, oh God, I don't remember what was open back then. The first one listed, my brother was I was, was only so six upset. months old when it opened. Hmm. I wasn't big enough to ride e-ticket. I don't know. Pirates um, wasn't there. Pirates when it wasn't there. Real? When did Pirates? Oh, I thought it was an opening day attraction. No, it came. They. Oh, it was at Disneyland. Right, yeah. And then people complained. Disneyland opened first. Yeah. Then people complained that it wasn't at World, and then they added it later. Yep. Jungle Cruise. Yes. I'm surprised Sharpie didn't jump on that. Jungle Cruise e-ticket. You're, no looking. I already. I've seen them okay. all. That's because so that guess. line is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it was so horrible back then. Probably not. Yeah. Um, and the jokes probably weren't as bad either. Any other guesses? E-ticket. Small world. Yes. My brother couldn't stand because by the time we went in 76, um, you could go on Space Mountain and it was the same E-ticket as Small World. And of course, we had to go on Small World. He's like, we're wasting an E-ticket on this. Yes. Yes, we are. Um. There's only a few more. Yeah, there's a few more. So this ride is no longer there. This attraction, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, was an e-ticket. And we already said Small World. Uh, the Mickey Mouse Review, e-ticket. Jungle Cruise, we mentioned. Tropical Serenade. The tiki Room? In the Tiki Tiki. Yep. And then what's the last one? You, got, you have to know the last one. You know what this one is. You do. Mm -hmm. Mr. Toad? Snow White. Oh, Haunted Mansion. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that's pretty cool. That was that was some some mighty fine humming, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> it was a real humdinger. Yes. Oh my. So anyway, you so, kill me. So real quick, so that's how Disney World started. So you there was no fast pass. You just got in the line. You gave them your ticket out of your booklet, and you didn't have to worry about. If the line was going to be long or not, everybody waited in the same line. And then from there, why don't one of you guys take it for, for where it went next? It starts with the, a paper thing that you stuck your key card in and then you got something out of Lauren or Sharpie. Oh, so the paper fast passes? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, I, when did it start? I don't even know when it started with that. Can you go straight to fast passes or are you going to talk about the elimination of the uh, ticket book? General admission. You're going to have to do that one. I don't know. I don't know when it happened, but I know after they had the ticket system, they did get rid of the ticket system. Yeah. And then it was, and it was general admission. Yeah, and then it was general whatever. admission and you could kind of ride whatever. Yeah. And then they finally decided, well, let's break it up into fast passes. And then like Lauren said. So when did that start? I don't, I don't have the exact year, but I remember that's kind that's of the, the next six? evolution was. Six years? The paper fast pass. Okay. Because it used to be, I remember going as a cast member. I don't remember when the paper fat, let's find out. Well, I remember as a cast member when I was there, you would always take the left line. So there was no fast passes when I was there as a cast member in the 90s. And people would always go to the right. Eighty-two, actually. Oh, 82? Oh, maybe. So maybe there were. So there must have been fast passes and they were just at certain rides. When did fast pass start in Disney World? 1999, it says. I've got 99. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the end of ticket books. Okay. Oh, Okay. Because if you visited the parks before 1982, there were ticket books. 
Yeah. So then in 99. So 82 to 99, there was no fast pass system. So 30, it was just so walk on. 35 years ago, almost 36. Well, yeah. Actually, yeah, technically 36 if it, if it started at the beginning really? of January. Yeah. I feel like that was sooner than 1999 because we were using the paper fast pass system, I felt like, well before my kids were born. Really? No, I remember when I was there in the mid-90s, they didn't have fast pass because I you would yeah. always go in the left queue if there were there were two lines and you would always go right. to the left because everyone I would naturally left too. Yeah. everyone would naturally would fill the right and then it was always and and then they came out with the I think after I left they came out with fast pass and you put your room key in and it prints out the paper fast pass and that's when they took those other lines and turned one into a fast pass or yeah re, yep, re- late 1999 yeah so, Which but, is interesting, though, because that idea of reserving your place in line actually started at the World's Fair. Wow. So, yeah. So, they didn't implement that at Disney World until then. Until 1999. And then we got the fun thing that everybody loves now, the Magic Band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fast Pass Plus. So, wait, we didn't really talk about... Well, what the do you... Fast, like? Well, because the well, Fast Pass system was so good. It was. The original one. It was good. I miss it. I yeah, miss it when a lot. you knew how to use it, it was, it was awesome. awesome, and not everyone Absolutely. knew about it. But now everyone who goes to Disney gets a magic band that you know stays on resort and such, and and so they're told this magic band is going to hold your fast passes, your dining, your credit, your room key, all the blah 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 blah. And so now they know about it. So yeah, it was an it advantage. Stinks. And you and if you were a Disney fan, you you knew which ones to run to, and then you would have a runner your fast pass runner in your group and they would run around and get them and they knew when to get the next ones. And then the rest of the group would, would hang behind and you could maximize your day. And the other thing that was nice is people would collect the fast passes. Um, so if you had extras or whatever, some people like to keep them kind of as mementos of, we liked to gift them to other people. Oh, that was nice. I yeah. love to do that. You could gift them or you could sell them. Well, there was that too. Oh, uh, we never sold them. We I gifted. loved walking up and handing them to somebody and making their day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I couldn't use yep. them. Yep. Me too. It was the magical. That's one thing I really miss about that system. Yeah. The magical moment you could make as a guest with another guest. You could say, Hey, do you want to ride Space Mountain? It's got a three hour wait. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now, Steve, that just sounded creepy. Hey, yeah. little kid. Hey, little <laughs> yeah. You want to take kid. a ride? You <laughs> now, with that, now you'd be like, yeah. Come with me, little, was me. little girl. Well, you don't even need a fast pass. That's you like the moon and the stars. Yes. No, I think that's more of the Wedway people mover style. And there's no fast pass needed for that. But yes, for, for any like Splash Mountain, any of the big rides, you could be like, you know, we've got these left. And it was always nice. And the people were like, oh, that's so awesome. So that was always something you could do at the end of the day. That was very well, nice. But then they got smart about people selling them on eBay. Well, then they started selling, people were selling them on eBay. Well, they used to never check the date or the time. Yeah. And you could take them from months ago and they'd be like, yeah, they didn't, they didn't care. And then they yeah. started really enforcing the date and then they started really enforcing the time. And then they put, you know, not for sale, non-transfer, all this stuff on them. And uh-huh. they were very, they got, and then they, started really cracking them down because, and then they moved to the new system to try to get people trained for, you know, you have to show up between this time and this time or it's not valid. Cause you used to be yeah. able to, if you were there on a seven day trip well, you and you didn't use it. You used to show up at any time. Yeah. As long as you had one, you, it was good. And, and even like if you're on a seven day trip, you could show up 
four days into your trip and give them that same one and they let you on. Um, and then they got you into the, got to get there right at the right time. <laughs> All right. So then where did we move from there? We, we sort of went there. So we went to fast pass plus and how's that, how did that work? Well, that's where we are now. Yeah. Pretty much where so, we are now. Fast pass plus is uh paperless is paperless. And I do like, I really wish that fast pass plus let you book your first fast pass of the day. And then you could add more as you go on. Oh, instead of having to and use just, all three. Right. Because having that first one of the day is nice. I do kind of like the new system. I do miss the old system. I had mastered the old system. Um, I liked that it was a, a level playing field. You know, it wasn't like whoever could get up and get on first and whoever had their, their dates timed right. And you have to pick, you know, this park later in the week. So you have a shot at a fast pass for, you know, flight of passage or whatever. Like I, I miss the being able to get up and just kind of decide which park I want to go to. Yeah. I, I hate that it's so scheduled now. Yeah, it's definitely. I miss being able to use fast pass while park hopping. Right. Well, yeah. you can now, but it's still. Yeah, but you can't schedule your fast passes. Right. In different parks. It would be nice if you could do two fast passes in Animal Kingdom and one in Epcot. Like, I would like to see it go that way eventually. Yeah. Although it will complicate our jobs. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the more complicated Disney makes it, Job honestly, security. the more people need us. I like it. You know, and they have made it so complicated. Yeah. And they're always, they're always changing and there's tiers to the fast passes. Now you can, you can book one from group A and two from group B. And like Lauren was saying, there's different strategies now uh, because you can get more fastes at, fast passes after you use your third one. But if you decide that you want your third one to be illuminations or, uh, phantasmic over at Disney Hollywood studios. Then You're when you, the yeah, day. you use your third fast pass and the park closes. So yes, you got to use it for phantasmic, but you didn't get to get any more fast passes. So there's different, you all kinds of never use it for a show. Yeah. So there's all different strategies. Yeah. And then there's some that are that, you know, now things are require a fast pass that are really just throwaways that they just made require a fast pass. So you have something to book. So you kind of, you have to, you have to know what's going on. There's a lot more involved. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then I I hear annual pass holders and, um, and locals like the new system because, you know, they can go after work and they can still get fast passes where with the paper fast pass system, they would go after work and all the fast passes for the day would be gone. So right. it does benefit some people. Uh, and if you're planning a vacation and there's certain key things you want to do and you can book them uh, farther out, then it, it works. So we want to get into the rumor. Yeah, let's do it. So what's the new rumor that's out with fast pass plus. You want me to do it? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So the rumor is that Disney is talking about club level resorts. Um, those guests, if you book a club level room that you may be able to purchase more fast passes per day than somebody who books a standard room. So you're booked at Grand Floridian, you're in a standard room, no extra fast passes. You book a, a club level room at Grand Floridian, and now you may have access to more fast passes per day for if they were hearing. 
And that fee would be $50 per person per day. That's a rumor. We This is not confirmed. This is not anything we know by fact. Um, you would The rumor is that you would have to have a minimum of three days to be eligible for that upcharge. But I we actually, back when Magic Bands and FastPass Plus was just starting to be talked about and, you know, there was a lot of um, speculation on what was going to happen. We all talked about this and this was something that they had discussed doing back then. Um, but it, it never actually came to fruition back then. Well, now it looks like it's being tossed around again. Yeah. And when, so. and when we first started with, I mean, when FastPass Plus and the Magic Bands rolled out, I mean, they had technical issues upon technical issues. So it took, a long time for them to work all that out. And then now that they've got that, you know, pretty that, well, yeah, that's pretty well worked out. I mean, yeah. um, now I can see them starting to explore these other ways to make, make money. money. Um, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. It's interesting. Well, and I mean, it seems to be working out with the max pass in Disneyland. That seems to be pretty well, um, yeah. Liked out there. So I could see them saying, oh, well, it's working there. Yep. How can we make, yeah. And, there, and Disney's always trying to figure out ways to make more revenue with what they have. So yeah. So the max pass at Disneyland, they rolled that out. Uh, it was the spring. Yeah. Last year in the spring, uh, basically Disneyland has the paper system, but if you don't want to run from uh, fast pass to fast pass to get the paper tickets, you put an app on your phone uh, and for $10 per person per day, you can book your fast passes on your phone. So as soon as you get off and I did it when I was there, I tried it, uh, on my ticket and you can, um, you can do it on the phone and then, then it gives you a barcode on your phone that you scan at every entrance or you take your ticket and you scan it at every entrance. Uh, and basically I scheduled, uh, big thunder mountain. I rode Big Thunder Mountain, and while I was in line for Big Thunder Mountain, I could schedule my next one, and then it kind of goes like that. Uh, so it just it, makes it easier. That's kind of like the old FastPass system, but on your phone. Yeah, and and it gives you the advantage of not having to run all the way over to uh, you know Space Mountain and wait in the and get the FastPass. Uh, you can just yeah, do it, and you that's can the see best of both worlds right there. Yeah, and you can see you know which ones are available and what time it, it would give you, you know, and, and all that. So it, it's, it's very nice. Now it's, and it was only 10 bucks, but I was only there one day. So it worked out. If I had a family of four, uh, you know, for four days for, for multiple days, you know, it's another 40 bucks. See, but I have to be honest. So for $40 a day, that would be worth it for my family of four at $50 a day per, per person, person. Wow. That's $200 a day on top of concierge pricing on top of club level pricing, I don't know that I would pay that. We'll see. Unless yeah, it was I mean, like peak times. Like if it was Christmas week, I would pay at Christmas week. 200 extra dollars a day for a family of four. A lot of people would pay that. Well, oh, I mean, I the clientele it's, it's targeted. I, that's, that's, oh, that's so much money. I know, so but the clientele money. that they're targeting towards, don't, I mean, we're the, they we're, don't care. Yeah. They're, they're in the club level, high level. So I'm assuming for them, it might not be, it's, you know, their time and, and two week vacation to them is, is, is right. worth the, the upcharge. This goes get back to the, to the, to the talk we had when they first talked about this. And that was, we were talking about how that makes it very elitist. It's yes. 
Yep. And that's true. That I don't love. Well, and it's similar to, we talked about this a little bit. It's similar to like, if you have the money and you want to get a VIP guide, you can spend the money and you can get a Disney VIP guide and they can take you around versus someone who doesn't have the money or doesn't want to spend the money for a VIP guide because it's very expensive. Um, so it's similar to that, except it's on a, and now it's on your magic band and, and, but uh, now, and it's now a little, here's the other thing. Are mm-hmm. you going to have more access to things like flight of passage? Well, I mean, and, and I, I, what will it do to the lines? Well, that's the other thing, right? So it puts more people in the fast pass, uh, lines that have, and, and, and I don't know, I don't know if it would take, put that many more people in if they're buying them. Yeah. Well, I don't think it would put that many either, but I do think Universal did it right by limiting the fast passes, and, and Disney does limit them as well, but uh, they limit it per person, but they can sell as many tickets as they want. But this right. also limits the number that will be available before, like whenever whenever regular guests go to make the reservation in sixty days, if they're going to pull a percentage of these out for purchase. That that's is going to make limit it yeah. how many we can get ahead of time. Yeah. He's right. So, because they're going to have to account for that because otherwise there's no value at $50. If they can't book fast passes, there's no value. Yeah, that's true. If I, if I was spending $200 for my family for a day, plus I was staying in concierge. Um, and then I, and I, and my fast pass selections are pretty much nil. And then it's it's like why am I doing this? Right. I like the California deal. Um, Ten dollars a day. I think it's a little more fair. Well, yeah. Well, and I think they should limit the number that they distribute. If we went to something like Disneyland, the number should be limited because then it becomes valueless. Uh, I love it though. Ten dollars a day per person. I'd be all over that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not familiar, I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's a different, a different setup. And if you're not familiar with Universal, so Universal Studios Orlando has Express Pass and how Express Pass works is if you book one of their three, what do they call them? Top level luxury, the the resorts. They're deluxe. The deluxe. So if you book one of the the three deluxe resorts, it comes with Express Pass. Uh, And if you don't book. Are they legacy hotels? Yeah, they're probably the legacy ones. Yeah. Minus the new hotels they book, they build, they're not allowing. Yeah. So, so that limits the people in the express pass line. And then they also sell an express pass at universal studios. Um, and that's limited as well based on crowd levels. Cause they want to keep it to a certain thing. And I think the price even varies a little bit based on time of year and crowd levels for the express pass. Um, and the express pass that you buy gets you, one ride, uh, you know, one, one, you know, express line ride on, on the attractions versus the one in the hotel. If you're staying at a universal hotel, that's on the system gets you unlimited access, uh, to the express line, but you know, and it's pricey too, uh, to buy it. It's more than $50 a person per day, but usually you do, you know, maybe two days of universal studio. So you're not you're not doing it on a, or, and if you stay at those hotels, it's a great value. I mean, sometimes it, it, it's the, the price of buying the express pass as a resort guest could easily cover your hotel room and get it for free. So 
So we will see what happens. Again, the evolution of the fast pass. Where will the times it go? they are a changing? I know. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Always. Hey, and the Lauren, there was another story that just came out. It's like hot off the press while we're on the podcast. You want? Oh yeah. It's, it's with childcare. Yeah. So they're saying that, and this is actually, I believe, a confirmed story. Children's activity centers at Walt Disney World will close effective July thirty first. Um. They will all cease operation as of August 1st. So their last day of operation will be July 31st. It's going to be the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Polly, and Beach and Yacht. They're all shutting down. Uh, Kids Night Out will remain open. And that's it. At this point, they're gone. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Yeah. So there's the three of them. I can't imagine what they're bringing forward. DVC preview centers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's my bet. Another I'm just kidding. I know. No, you're not. <laughs> I know. I have a crystal ball. I see into the future. Now we never uh, there's a lot of wasted space in the building where uh the uh, Lilo's playhouse is at the Polynesian. There there's like a whole empty building there. Yeah. Well, it used to be and, like an yeah. arcade. Isn't there, wasn't there like an arcade Lilo's Playhouse and then some, it was kind yeah, of I poorly think, yeah. done. Yeah. I can easily see them turning that into another, another, uh, like another a, restaurant? A, um, a signature restaurant at Polynesian because the Poly does not have a signature restaurant. Oh. Unless you count. Um, uh, well, and that would be Lilo a good Co. location. Yes. Yes, it would. Yeah, and their restaurants are packed already. Yeah, they could definitely, you know, Disney does it for, we were talking before the show too, Disney does these things for certain reasons. They either do it because they're not making any money uh, or there's a legal reason that they're doing it. Uh, And then Sharpie had come, what was the one that you had said that also hit it right on the head? Lauren said they were going to rent it out and Uh, go go with a, a, a third party. Yep. Or they could sub it out and make more money. It is a a big space. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I mean, think about it. You have space over at uh, Wilderness Lodge. You have a kid's club at the Polynesian. And you have a kid's club at Yacht and Beach. And you have a kid's club over at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So what are they going to do to make money in those spaces? Well, they have something in mind. We all know that. Yeah. And I think you're, I think you're right. I mean, a restaurant versus, you know, a handful of kids at whatever it was an hour. I mean, you're going to make money hand over fist. It is hand over fist, right? I don't even know where that came from. Sounds good. Yeah. So you're going to make a a lot more money doing a restaurant and they definitely could, they they have no lack of uh, (laughs) a restaurant. (laughs) Anyways, Lisa's doing hand over fist. You can't, you can't, it's, it's a, a podcast, so people can't see what you're doing. It was funny. Yeah. It's, it's not. Did you, at first, did you think she was playing rock, paper, scissors? It's basically uh, what she was doing. Yeah, it started that way. And then I started playing hand on top with myself. Yeah. Oh. There it is. Hand on top. Oh, yeah. That so. was fun. Mm-hmm. I won. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. Does rock cover paper or does paper? Paper covers rock. Paper covers rock. Yeah. Rock smashes scissors. Scissors cut paper. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We tried to incorporate a pencil one time and it really didn't work because it didn't have that round robin effect. Well, you could have also done rock, 
paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. I mean, <laughs> what? It, it, it's from Big Bang Theory. Sorry. Okay. Not oh, that's the Big Bang rock, version. Papers, li- rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. So, okay. Yeah. I'm told I would love that show, but. It's really I love funny. that show. Yeah, I haven't. It's really funny. It. I love it. Okay. All right. I'm getting a, a finger roll over here. Are we done? Oh. I think we're, I think we're wrapping it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a nice, quick little. Put a bow on it. Stick a fork in it. Come on. Give me a phrase. Done. Come on, Steve. Uh, Finger roll. I I don't know. (laughs) That's all you're going to say. Oh, but hey, since since I thought of it, go over to Facebook and join us in our mouse chat fan community. I think we almost have, do we almost have 2,000 people? We're over 1,900. All right. So I'd love to get to 2,000. Not that, I don't know. It's just a number. So It's a nice round number though. Yeah. But it would be awesome to get over to 2,000. But we love the people that are in there, and the in the in the interaction that's going on there now is is fantastic. Yeah, and we love your trip photos. Love your trip <laughs> photos. I can't remember. Uh, I'm I'm gonna head over there right now. Uh, we had fans come back from their trip. Uh, it was a New Year's trip. Well, the crowds were looking pretty. Loved all of their photos. Yeah, the crowd photos uh, during. Uh, I may New have Year's missed photos from the last week. Oh, I can't Aww. find my it. friend Cheryl from high uh, school is on and a here. big shout out to uh, Chris Walker, who was down there for the Disney marathon. Uh, also posted a photo of the now closed stitches alien encounter. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard that closed. Yeah. Uh, Tammy and Arnold free or Tammy Arnold free uh, posted tons of great photos uh, loved the dessert photos from uh, New Year's Eve, from the Happily Ever After, and especially the Snuggie on the Hubgrass. I mean, to watch New Year's Eve fireworks, does it get any better than a hub, than a, uh, a Snuggie <laughs> on the Hubgrass? I mean, it just does not get any better. That's no. Nice. So th- thanks for thanks for sharing your photos. Looks like you guys had 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 a little bit of a, a, a chilly vacation, but glad glad you had a great time. On your trip, yeah, looks like you had fun. Yeah, so go over, go over to Facebook. You can join our normal Mouse Chat Facebook page, and then also join the the group. And then if you're on Twitter, we're on Twitter as well. And if you're on Instagram, we're on Instagram too. So you just do it all in one one afternoon. You get a Mouse Chat overdose. And thanks to KDP for pointing out that uh, uh, Gus, the bus driver, 100% does work in Hollywood studios, I thought, as we discussed on the last show. That's what I thought. And then I, and I wrote in there and then I thought like, I second guessed myself when I was saying that I was like, I thought I saw him. And a big thanks to, to Mendy for uh, cheering me on and encouraging me to run a run Disney race. Yeah, I saw so the uh, New Year's resolution <laughs> uh, show hit and had people messaging me. You need to run a Disney race. I'm like, I know, I know. I just need to make make up mine on and decide which one to do. Yeah, we have to get we yeah, need to do a run Disney that. show again, too. I keep saying that and we still have. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people that are interested in doing run Disney. Um, I, I think the two big topics for the week have been the run Disney uh, conversation and also unacceptable childhood or child yes. behaviors. That one oh, got a little yeah. sour, but mm. I think it was all in, in good fun. We were trying to do it in good fun um, and, you know, certainly not trying to offend anyone, but taking into consideration that there are some behaviors that are the result or, or caused by um, spectrum. 
We realize that. We can... We can accept that. All right. So, anything else? I think we're set. Okay. All right. So, I want to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more shows over at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.